Welcome to Wax Half-Full, episode 117. I'm your host, Wax, here with my co-host, as always, producer Keith in the background, making things sound all right. Ads, how you doing? I like how you downgraded Keith's um, work there. That's sounding all right. Not good. All right. That's all, that's all Keith's game today. Man, I, I've haven't had... re-listened, I haven't re-listened in a while, so I'm just going to assume it sounds all right. It may not. I actually listened like... This week? Last week? I don't know. I, I, I listened to a bit of the pod. Like, I just skimmed through one of the episodes. I don't know if it was a new one or an old one. But yeah, uh, I've had, like, one of the worst weeks of my life, I think. <laughs> uh, oh, right. Uh, yeah, let's get let's get into it. Yeah, it was my... um The 19th of April was my one-month anniversary in Japan. It's been one year since I moved to Japan. And... Um, on that day, uh, sorry, the day before. Let me check. Let me check dates real quick. Yeah, sorry, a couple, uh, two days before. On the Monday, I was riding to work. I got hit by a car. I was on my bike, and then that was pretty bad. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm okay. It wasn't like I was going really fast or that they were going really fast. Um, they just, um, I was riding down like this quite suburban road, like uh, street, um. So I wasn't like gunning or anything and they just pulled out of their driveway at the same time I was passing their driveway. And I got hit. Wait. And so so you're are you are you all right? I feel like in the immediate aftermath you said you some some of your shit was fucked up, but uh I don't know. How are you feeling now? Yeah, money hurts a lot. Um if I like try and bend or anything. Not a lot, but like I, I can feel the discomfort. Probably like twisted something in my knee. Well, I don't think like, I did ACL or anything. I went to the gym the same day, so. And I got a bit of bruising, like I had a fist-sized bruise on my chest. Because my handlebar hit me in the chest. Um, And, yeah, I bruised my toe, maybe. I don't know, fractured my toe, maybe, I don't know. Um, But, like, it's not that bad. I'm walking. Uh, uh, but the biggest thing was just, like, she called the, pol- the ambulance. The police always... So in Japan, the police always come to accidents. I guess they don't have any okay. crime to like deal with, so they always come to accidents. Um, Just and they check take, it like, out, or, or they have to file a report? They file a report. They take photos of um, the incident and stuff like that. The guy brought out a fucking... Uh, not ruler. Basically, like you know all those roll-up uh, measuring tapes? Yeah. Yeah, brought out yeah, one of those. Measure. Like, yeah, tape like measure. Me- yeah, tape measure. Um, but it was not, I don't know, yeah, it was tape measure anyways. Um, and yeah, it was, it was interesting. Then the a- ambulance came first. They checked me out. They were like really like insistent on me going to the hospital. And I was just like, fuck that. I don't, I don't want to have to deal with it. <laughs> so I just said, nah, I'm good. And they did some like rudimentary checks and then they were on their way. Wait, I thought you were insured by your employer. No, I am. I am insured. Sure. Yeah, yeah I am. Okay. Yeah. Like. It's not like I would have had to pay for it. Um, yeah, I just didn't have to do with it. Yeah, it's it's not like it, it's not the US where you have to decline the ambulance so you don't go bankrupt. Yeah, well, like again, I just didn't want to have to deal with it. It had nothing to do with whether I wanted, like I and I didn't think I needed to do to it anyways. Like I didn't think it was that bad. So yeah, that happened, and then so recently, the reason why I'm riding my bike, by the way, is because my international license expired. And I've been trying to transfer to a Japanese license. So the next day, 
was the day where they open up. Uh, so the, the month before I called, it was like, they're like, oh, we're fully booked for this month. Call it this day at this time. That's when it opens up, right? Um, yeah. And I'm like, sure, whatever, you know, like I can, like, if, you know, like a month without a license, it's not that bad. Um, so that was the next day. So the next day, I, I, I go to my supervisor's um, workplace, who he doesn't like work in the same place I do. Um, he works at the city hall. And we call, we try calling from 9 a.m. to about 10.30 a.m., line busy the whole time. He finally gets through at like 11 a.m. And they tell him that, you know, all, all the slots are booked for the month. Call back next month again. Do the exact same thing. Then the exact same thing is going to happen to you again. Okay, so, so that yeah, was super the, triggering. Depart- yeah, Department of Motor Vehicles bad everywhere. Yeah, that was so triggered. Like I was so triggered. Um, and then I made my well, the teacher I work with call for me. I just wanted to hear, like I just wanted to hear the BS. Um, like because every time someone's called, I haven't been there. Um, so I just wanted to hear. The, it was just utter BS, man. He just like said, oh, from like nine to ten a.m. Ten a.m. was around when he got booked. Yeah, he was saying this in Japanese, right? But I could hear it over the phone. Um, it wasn't like that complex that I could understand what he was saying. Uh, and he was just like, yeah, you know, like you're going to have to call this time next month. And like, I was just like, I, I said it like, yeah, but I called, like I, I was, I showed my supervisor, like I called 200 times in that one and a half hour period. Hmm. And I get connected once. Not even, not, I didn't even get like the, the, the sanctity of like being put on hold. I didn't even get that. It was just like line busy. And he had like some NTT fucking message that just said every single time, do, 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 NTT this, you know, fucking, I can't remember the whole thing, but I heard that thing over and over and over again. And I was just getting more and more triggered. By the way, this is the line you got to call if you're like an ordinary Japanese person trying to do some license shit, or is it like specifically for international people? I think it's an ordinary line for Japanese people as well. But the thing is for... If everyone just deals with this, everyone has to like go through this bullshit if they want to do like license related stuff. Well, that's the thing. The difference though is that for Japanese people, the place is open all the time. Like not all the time, but like open all day to do stuff, mm-hmm. right? Um, For Westerners we don't get that luxury um so we only get from 1 p.m to 1 30 p.m not to book but to actually like come in and like be checked in or something or like i don't know yeah like the check-in period is like that 1 p.m to 1 30 p.m so it's like 30 minutes so realistically like how, how many slots are they actually opening up for that 30 minute period probably yeah. not a lot and it's for the whole state and it's only one place there's there's yeah. not like multiple places it's just the one place that you have to go to and it's like three oh, hours so- from my place well, sounds like you have to go back to Australia, get your international license renewed, and go back. <laughs> you think that would be easy, but you can't do that because to for that to be eligible, you have to stay in Australia for three months. Ah, I see. So basically, you're fucked by bureaucracy. Good times. I mean, I mean, you could do it. You could do it. You you could definitely. I could do it right now. I don't even have to go back to Australia. I could get it shipped to me. But will it will hmm. it count? No. Will the now will the police officer know this like super tiny house rule and know that I didn't go back to Australia for three months? The answer is probably not. Like I, I don't see how he could prove that I was in Australia for three months. Hmm. Uh, that I was or wasn't in Australia for three months. 
But right, like a like a average officer in like a tiny like nowhere town would understand the rules of immigration law and like licensed law. Like, what's the chance yeah. that they know anything about it? And even if he does, like, how can he prove it? Like, how can he ask me to prove it? He can't. Like, there's there's no um Australia doesn't do like um coming and going passport checks. They don't hold my passport anymore because I'm I'm no I'm a resident. Like, I'm I'm not a tourist to hold my passport around to carry my passport around. Um. So yeah. I mean, he could easily check, like, on my, like, residence card. It does say, like, when my resident... I don't know if it says when my residence started, but it definitely says when, like, my residence ends. And he could, like, you know, figure it out. All right. Um, so, and anyway, it, it, it does sound like uh, we were heading to the area of, like, conspiracy to commit a crime, like, and we're recording it. So, I don't know. I don't know how, how detailed you want to go into it. Well, I'm not going to do it. So, it doesn't matter. Like, if I wanted to do it, I would have just done it already. De- definitely not going to do it. Definitely not going to do it. We're, we're just talking about hypothetically what people could have done. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, could could they have figured it out? Probably not. Like, realistically, they probably yeah. can't figure out that I did it. Um, exactly. Hypothetically, if some if someone in your exact same situation, because you wouldn't obviously do it because you're a law-abiding citizen, but if someone in your situation wanted to do it, they could easily do this, right? Yeah, I think so. Like, I'm going yeah. back to Australia in August for, mm. for almost a month. Um, but anyways, regardless, uh, next month I'm going to try again. Fucking, I don't know. I'll see what happens. Um, right. hey, so any, the... anything else making, anything else making your month terrible or, or is it just the uh, physical injury plus the bureaucratic bullshit? Man, the bureaucratic bullshit. I was so pissed that day. I was just so angry that day. And then like my supervisor was also talking to me about the accident. Right. And like mm-hmm. the first thing was, I felt like he could have been more helpful in the moment. When I called him to like that, I got an ac- that I got into an accident. Like where I got hit, hit was maybe like three streets away from like where he works. I feel like he could have came and like talked to the people and like talked to the police for me. Like I feel like that's something that he should have done. So that triggered me. And then I don't know, man. He was just he was annoying me. He he's he's annoyed me for a while, but that one like really pissed me off. And like again, like he he called, like he did what he had to do. That, wait, what's it, the like. super? Wait, who's the supervisor? There's your um, because because you talked about someone else too. Your your jet uh whatever your liaison. What's the difference here? Well, so so first off, the the hierarchy really is that my supervisor is the highest person I can realistically talk to, and that's the person okay. who works at city hall for my city, and ah. he's in charge. He's in charge of not just jet people, but he's in charge of all ALTs in the city. Okay. Okay. And then Jet, Jet itself has, like, other people who are, like, for the whole prefecture that I could contact if I, like, needed help outside of, like, what my supervisor was providing or, like, my supervisor was, I don't know, harassing, like, any, like, bad thing. I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying if there was that. There are other levels as well. Right, so the actual, actually useful person, the, the person that you talk to the most is the person who's, like, who's at your school, basically. He's not at my school. Useless. He's not at my school. Yeah, but so, yeah as I'm saying, like, the actual useful people are the ones at your, is the person at your school. Yes, he's he's the English supervisor of the school, and he, okay, yeah, that, that's him. yeah, that's the useful person. Okay, yeah, I made that person call as well, right. just just right. to hear like the, the the bureaucratic bullshit for myself. All right, so any, any, anyway, so so now that we got uh, so now that we know you're not horribly injured, but uh, so have have you heard of insurance fraud? Didn't you just say let's not talk about like potential crimes being committed? No, hi, hi, hypothetically. Uh, hypothetically, hypothetically, yes, I've heard of insurance fraud. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, you've heard, you, no, no, yeah, you know, someone in, in those situations. At least I thought like uh, the stereotype of uh, people in East Asia was that 
uh, if they get into such an accident, they would actually very much want to be put in the ambulance and be taken to see a doctor and have the doctor give them the most uh, severe diagnosis possible so they could sue the sue the negligible party. Were you so were you neg- were you the negligible party here? I actually the way you described it, it sounds like it was actually your. Actually, I have no idea who's bad that that is. I don't know what the driving laws are there. You were on a straightaway, and they were coming on a driveway, right? Yeah. What are what are Japanese laws regarding I, like? Uh, I have no idea. Hikers' rights. Uh, so you don't. So you didn't even explore this at all. You have no idea like whose like fault this would be in like a case. Well, like here's the thing, right? There, there in Japan, it's very rarely a hundred percent someone's fault. Well, yeah, exactly. But depending on the split, uh, like hypothetically, if you if you took, I don't know. Again, I don't know how these these small claims work in Japan, but I do yeah, know that like, like there's her, her car was fine. Like there was basically no damage to it. Right, but but you had injury to yourself. Mm-hmm. Did you miss work? I missed like the three hours of work, the two hours of work that I was sitting there talking to police for. Okay. Did you did you suffer like physical pain and trauma? Yep, I'm scared to ride a bike now. Yeah, I mean, like that—that's and uh, that might last the rest of your life. Who knows? It, it, that could be like a like a debilitating like mental mental uh, setback. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like if you were in the United States, the answer would be pretty pretty obvious. But uh, I don't know. You you were, you were the one who said that you you didn't want to get into a get into an ambulance. Yeah. Well, did she know. did she have a did she have a dash cam? Yeah, she did. But I doubt it would see right. me. Hmm? I doubt it would see me. Why? What, 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 what do you mean? Because you very rarely like see side like side on things. Oh, oh! You ran into her car. Kind of, yeah. I no, thought you, I thought I thought you got hit. I thought you got hit from the side while you were going past their driveway. Mm, it was like I got. It was like kind of like the. What do you call it? Like the meeting point, like the perpendicular. Like I hit the side of her car. Oh, so like she was coming out, and so you ran into her while she was come while she was coming out. Kind of, yeah. Right, right, okay, yeah. So I don't know. You you crashed into her side door, basically. No, I didn't crash into her side door. I crashed into like her light, her like front light. Okay, 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 okay. I, 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 I sort of get it now. I still don't know whose fault that is. I have no idea what like what like road how road law works. I don't know either. So, like, I think the police officer was she was telling the police officer like so. There's the line that like crosses into the road, and she was like yeah. just before it. She was like just before, it. but like I, I don't ride on the road. Like you know what I mean? Like I ride did, behind that road yeah. line. Did Do you know there was a driveway there? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I, I, actually, actually, you know what? Like the way you describe it, despite me not being a driver, I, this sounds complicated. But I don't know. If you got a good personal injury lawyer, I feel I feel like you could have won. Yeah. Well, regardless, it is what it is. What's the anime where like uh, the main? There's a comical scene where someone's like uh, walking out into the street and then immediately immediately gets killed by a truck. Isn't that all isekais? It's like a isekais. It's a fucking trope. Oh, is it? Is it is just a thing? Yeah, they just, yeah like Truckkun. Okay. Truckkun's my favorite anime character of all time. It's like I didn't know this was like I didn't know this was like recurring. I didn't know. Well, like there are animes that like make a joke about it. You know what I mean? Like they they know it's such a recurring thing that they like have a play on it. 
I well, I'm actually not that familiar with it. I didn't know it was such a frequent setup to have the the protagonist die, and that's the way they get transported into the other other universe. I didn't what's, know that what, was like the common spirit. Yeah, yeah. What, what what's the anime? That's the that's the satire. What is it called? I, I mean, oh, I feel like Keith, we, Keith, we're no, many Keith, layers Keith, deep. Keith Keith loves that anime, and I don't think it's that good. I feel like we'd be <laughs> talking about Tanisuba. Yeah, I knew it started with a K. Yeah, that one doesn't it have that reference. I don't remember that, what the beginning of Konosuba is. Like, yeah, I, no. the, he he meets the goddess and stuff like that. I remember that part, but like, I don't remember how, that, how, I don't remember that, yeah. how he gets there. But yeah, I'm I'm sure like there have been other animes that like make that reference. Anyways, um, yeah, yeah I've never week, heard of uh, this, but and okay. then, uh, well, it sounds pretty terrible. So one month in Japan after that. Good times. One month? I thought you said like one. One year. Like one year. One year. Sorry, one year. Okay. No one okay. year. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I mean, uh, uh, well, it sounds pretty terrible, but uh, I feel I thought it was going to be worse. Are you sure you're not hurt? I'm sure. All right. Well, in that case, uh, although we should probably strike from the record of you saying you're fine, let's just delete this entire intro part because, like, one, we're, we're conspiring to like commit crimes. Two, you're saying you're not hurt, and we can't have that on record. I'm really hurt. No, no, no. Yeah, just, just like, just like, cut the first seventeen minutes. I, I feel like, like, no, nothing beneficial to you has come out of the first seventeen minutes of this. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. No, I don't really care. Yeah. Just, just call. As long as I don't have to pay any money, I don't care. Does Australia not have like, like TV ads of like injury lawyers saying, "Hey, did you suffer injury at work? Call me, call no, me, and like, so we'll make you millions." Okay, never mind. I was going to say. That ad, and what's the other one? The, the, the like, you know what I was watching? I was watching Hulu, right? With my girlfriend. Yeah. And I, I've mm-hmm. never watched, I've never used Hulu, right? Um, yeah. And I'm pretty sure, Hulu is, is, is ad supported regardless of the fact that you pay for it. Do you not get yeah. localized ads? Are, are, is are you still getting like ads from Texas? Yeah, what? well, there's like, like the multiple. Thing- I think there's multiple tiers, right? I have no idea. Ask you. Yes, the the top tier is uh, ad free. However, due to licensing rights pre, uh, the time when they had like ad free stuff, there are a handful of shows that still had ads uh, through their running. I don't think any of them are still on now, though. Mm, anyways, regardless, um, she must not have the highest tier. I don't know what she has, but yeah, the reason why we still have American ads is because we VPN into America. Ah, okay, right. Because you can't use Hulu, right? Right, or whatever. In there's some, some some nonsense going. Yeah, there's some nonsense going on in Japan with like what you can use. Yeah, uh, Hulu. So, I mean, Hulu also just doesn't exist outside of the U.S. Yeah, it doesn't exist outside the U.S. So yeah. Anyways, we we VPN in, and so many of the ads are about drugs. So many medicine ad, medical ads. Uh, yeah, th- hey, those, those are um, I've I feel like I I hear that a lot from like international people watching like streams of stuff is the it's the pharma ads and the fast food ads they're like there's way too many of them like the fast food ads we have plenty of fast food ads but when we have pharma ads they're completely of different style as well like i I think i I remember listening to this podcast um and they were talking about like even as canadians in canada you can only say what it does or the name of it but not both 
I mean, I feel what? like the American ad isn't the aren't the American ads like their notable clothes are exceptionally long, like they're 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 also just thousand. like dumb. Like I mean, you have dumb. an ad for Viagra and it's like two people like having a picnic in a park. No, no, no. It's it's the couple in like separate bathtubs watching a sunset holding hands. That's I think that's the Seattle. I think that's literally the Seattle ad. It's like they're just they're very generic. Uh, you know, it's that thing like you don't know what an, a commercial is for until you get to the end and see the product type of thing. They do that. Yeah, for but that's, that's happening in like. Same thing with alcohol, right? Like you, you can in Australia, you can show alcohol being served, you can show alcohol being put to the mouth, but you can't show alcohol being drunk. Yeah, it's the same thing here. Sa- same thing here. Like can... stuff like that, right? So, so the, to get around that, they just make really weird ads. Yeah, I mean the style of that is weird, but but I I I think the funny thing about American ads, I thought people would notice more, is that like you have to do like a 15 second spiel on the side effects. Like it's requ- it's mandatory that you like have a really, really long like side effect listing. Yes. Yeah, so, so New Zealand and the USA are the only OECD countries that allow direct consumer advertising of prescription medicines. That's the other thing. You can't, you can't, oh, you can't advertise prescription medicine in Australia. Oh, okay. So it's only like over the top stuff like, I don't know, aspirin or something. Yeah, over the like counter, that. like like um like cough medicine or something like that. So you never see like a diabetes medicine ad or what the fuck it was like osteoporosis medicine. You never see that stuff. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't take any medication. So it's it's all this is very like irrelevant to me. But I, I guess I can see how it would be, be odd to that certain, certain people. Yeah, I don't know. It was just so weird. That 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 those where, ads in particular were so weird. Where do you where do you VPN out of? Where where, uh, where do you spoof? To? Where do you spoof as? I think Texas or LA. Probably LA. Texas closest okay. to. LA is the. Closest I was gonna say to Japan. I was gonna say you you should pick the place where you're likely to get the funniest political ads come election season. Texas must be pretty high on that then. Yeah, well, no, I, I think you want to pick a battleground state. Texas is Texas is kind of like super red. If you pick a, a battleground state, you're going to get like a good well, variety of like as Ohio. Yeah, basically, you want to go. To, you want to like do a place where you're going to get like eat both sides, like like basically like slandering each other. If you watch like local television during like election season, it's kind of hilarious. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Uh, that's our ads update. Ha! Ads, ads. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm eating an apple. Could you like introduce our topic? Oh, okay. So you want me to go first topic? You just went eh, and I thought you disconnected. Um, okay. So no, first topics. No, All right, I'm eating. First topics. Speaking of, you know, um, potentially morally incorrect things. The NFL has, has suspended five players for violations of their NFL gaming policy, including one player being banned for indefinitely, so at least a year according to this tweet, and yep. four other players suspended for six games. Yep. All right. Sorry. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm done eating the apple. So Good, this is kind of notable. About it. All, right, all right. So basically... Players in the past, they've been banned for gambling, et cetera, et cetera. They've been penalized for it, but this is probably the most. Um, I mean, this is the this is a big story, and we we talked we talked about this similar stories before. 
but this is a unique, uniquely big story, I guess, because it's the first one since gambling went mainstream in American sports. Again, the U.S. has been like we've talked about this before, like many, honestly, decades behind like the U.K. and Australia in terms of like how integrated gambling is into sports. So this is the first like big scandal after like it's become mainstream and like the league is officially sponsored with a bunch of companies, and um. So, so I, I gotta ask. I think I, have, I think we asked this before. Like, what what are the regulations regarding players and what they can do in like the Premier League and stuff like that? You like you know off the top of your head? Uh, they can't bet on any soccer games. Any soccer games? In Wait. I think the whole of England. Like in like not just um. Anything, anything uh by the football the FA, uh, has yeah, guidance over by the FA. What about UEFA? Can can they do Champions League matches, League One matches, Serie A matches, or is it only FA or only FA regulated matches? Uh, that I do not know. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm pretty I'm sure they can't. Assume, they yeah, can, I'm gonna sorry. assume it's like UEFA. Yeah, I'm gonna assume it's UEFA regulated. But if they wanted to like bet on like Chinese soccer, like I don't know, maybe I, I don't know why they would, but maybe there isn't the rule against it. Well, so have there been like? Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. There is one right now, a huge one, and it's still ongoing. Ivan Tony, striker of um, striker for. Um, oh, there is. Damn it. Heard yes, for the for Brentford, right? Um, is he banned now? Mm-hmm. I don't think he's banned yet. But okay, yeah, he's like, it's 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 you know it's hanging over him right now, and he's still playing. But there's a chance he gets banned for a year or two. But he's he's being investigated right now. For yeah, he's being betting. investigated. What what do you do? What what he do you bet on? He was charged so you know, with two hundred and thirty two breaches of its gambling laws. So, oh, so, and so with thirty, further thirty, bringing the total charge to two hundred sixty two. So he was just like betting on like on like football matches like all over. Yeah, there have been cases uh, of players betting on themselves to score goals and stuff like that. That's what I mean. So like, so in this in, in the case of Ivan Tony, do do we know if he bet mm. against? I, so, we don't know so, yet. It's still an investigation. All right. So, the, so that's sort of the thing with this current like uh, NFL thing that just came. It, it's like breaking news. It came out like I don't know, like like four hours ago. I think that's when the news broke. But uh, like the NFL hasn't re- revealed who they've bet who they bet for, like which side they bet against. Like, like it was a game that they were involved in or not. And um, I don't know. I, f- I feel like this is a little bit strange. Like. Um, as as we talked about before, I think my my stance on this is that like I actually don't think it matters at all as long as you don't bet like against you, as long as there's no conflict of interest, right? As long as it's not affect, as long as like it doesn't affect your effort in a game, like I think it doesn't matter at all. It's bad. I know it's bad optics, and that's why they ban it because like it makes people feel weird. But like, but fans are. I think fans are like really dumb about it. Like if someone's betting on themselves, like wouldn't that make them want to play harder? Yeah, I think so, but like, like I think I, I think the point is that like um the league and also the betting companies have like a responsibility to make the game seem as clean as possible so that the average better does not feel like they're being cheated. I think that's the biggest thing. Right, no no, that, that that's what I mean. That's why the optics work that way because people are dumb. Like they can't they don't know the difference between someone betting on them on their own team to play well and betting on like uh like throwing a game by betting against their team, right? Like well, they don't know they, the difference. They, they think it's a slippery slope. Not that they don't know the difference. I think they know the difference. 
I just think it's a slippery slope. Like they consider like once you break that barrier of betting, especially betting on your team, like betting on games that your team is involved in. Yeah. Hey, here's the thing, right? Like your team starts going poorly. Maybe you lose a couple games in a row. Maybe you know that your star player is out injured before before it, you know goes into the press, right? You're like, mm-hmm. oh, like I was gonna bet on us to win this week, but you know it's not looking too hot, and I've been winning a lot of money. I don't want to just throw that away. Let me just quickly switch sides here. I, I feel like that's like it's it's one of those things that like makes you can miss. Uh, tell a story that makes sense in your head, but I, I feel like that's as credible as like any other like simply you know slippery slope gateway ar- argument. Like obviously the moralists will tell you like the most lurid, most uh, extreme example of someone like getting into like you know it's it's the entire like hey don't smoke weed because you're gonna end up like dying of like a fentanyl overdose or something like that. Actually, you know what that's that's probably a little bit more realistic than <laughs> so that's actually not super unrealistic, but uh, it's still pretty unrealistic. Yeah, you know what you know what I'm saying, right? It that is a worst case scenario, but I feel like it's like it's really exaggerated in terms of in terms of people's like hierarchy of concerns. Mm-hmm. So what happened to these guys? Like, what were they betting on? Uh, we don't know yet. It's just, it's a similar situation where like uh, the NFL is like they've re- they've revealed that these guys are betting. The only thing they've revealed is to, to the guys who who only got the um the, what is it the the six game ban the the slap on the wristbands. The policy is that, um, so obviously you're banned from betting on any NFL games whatsoever, but you are allowed to do other like gambling, like, I don't know, like on other sports or like play casino games, as long as you're not on team premises. And these mm-hmm. guys, they booked the rules. Basically, basically, they were like, I don't know, they're like putting bets in on like, I don't know, some other sport while they were in the locker room, basically. Or like so, in the practice facilities. So, so it, yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't even that they were betting on the sport, it's the place that they were betting? Yeah, yeah. So like these, yeah, these four guys, yeah, these like four guys who got the the small punishments. It was like um, this is just like them being strict to, to for the sake of being strict. Like, like the the rules say you can't like place bets while you're on uh, you know team premises. But the the one that matters is like the two guy, the one guy, the two guys who who apparently bet on NFL games, and we don't know what games they were yet. This could definitely turn a situation where it's worse if. if I mean, it's it's really unlikely that they bet against their team because like they were all bit part players who didn't who don't really have a possibility to affect the outcome like that that harshly. So I it was probably not to be honest, but uh, like they in any case they were betting. Mm-hmm. Like, like none of these guys are like big stars. Like even if they they bet on against their own team, like there's a very low chance they had a chance to like really like affect the outcome like that much. I think. <laughs> Okay. Well, like, what's the what's the takes? Oh, well, I mean, the takes are like basically like what you there is the moralizing takes. It's it's the people who are like we can't take any risk takes, right? Well, so there's there's two sides. There's two sides. Like, what do you think? So is, the big, you see, sorry, keep going, keep going. I'll jump in. Later. No, not two sides, but there's like there's two layers to it. The highest layer is like obviously everyone's like, oh, this is terrible. Like how like. Why would they do this? You know, this is this is obviously awful. No one has any sympathy for these guys. Like, I, I feel like I'm very much contrarian and thinking like, as long as you didn't bet against your own team, I don't care. I don't really care. And that's you that. My the same team, league. Yeah, I don't care because I, I I think the um what is it the slippery slope argument is like it's so improbable that like I, I don't I don't think it really matters. I, I think like hey, 
if that does happen, then fucking uh, ban them once you prove that they did it. But until then, like, I, I don't really care. But, I, but don't you think that by setting such a high standard, um, the league can, like, claim that it's doing its best to stop it? So I, I understand why they're doing it. It's the optic. It's the, I understand, like, why the league is doing it, like, the optics. And, like, maybe if I was running a sports league, I would implement the same rules. But I think that actually, as, like, a sort of, like, um, not rational... Uh, principle level i don't know at, at some fundamental level like i don't understand it at all but i i understand why the league is doing it like on a practical level right you know, yeah. you know what i'm saying okay. like I, yeah, yeah. I, I i don't think like i don't think any harm was actually done like realistically speaking like what no about, harm was done here the dude with the one year one uh so we're waiting on that, right? We're waiting on like to to learn whether he actually bet against his team or in a match he was involved in. But like I, again, I seriously doubt it because he's a bit part player. I don't. I really doubt that it was something like that. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. Right. I mean, no, no. So so so. Uh. Just just to clarify. Yeah. Obviously, if you match fix, if you bet against your own team, you should probably be banned for I don't know, like what whatever, like life, five years, ten years, whatever the equivalent is of a life sentence in sports. Like I, I, I'm on board with that. If you, yeah, if okay. you literally match fix, if you can, if you conspire to lose, then yes, you should probably be banned from the sport for like a very long time. That's that's happening in cricket. I don't know if you've been aware of like spot fixing yeah. in cricket was very almost rampant. I don't think it still exists, but yeah. not so exactly. Yeah. Especially no, we, like we've in had Asia. Match combo before it's it's match fixing is like rampant every in every sport where players don't make millions of dollars because the incentives are skewed. You like because they can make way more money than that than like playing the sport. Like, mm-hmm. but that's that's sort of like why like uh, american sports is like very insulated from it because these guys make so much money just playing it straight up right like why would you ruin your like chance of making like a hundred million dollars over like a career just to like make a little bit of money off of match fixing whereas like if you're like a third league soccer player in the czech republic i don't know how much are you making maybe you're making like a hundred thousand dollars a year and if you match fix a few times you can make your year's salary back so I mean, the incentives like there the yeah. lines, but like top, yeah, you know what I mean. Like a Premier mm-hmm. League player is never gonna like match fix. Like what, what, what the gain yeah. is there? That guy match fixed, and he's a Premier League player. I'm oh, sorry, he didn't match fix. Oh. He bet on games, but he bet on games when he wasn't even the EPL as well. So yeah, Ivan Tony, yeah, yeah, he's probably just a, he's probably just a gambling addict. Like mm-hmm. from, from 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 what I can tell, from like if he like got if the charges are like two hundred thirty two times, it just just sounds like he's a gambling addict. No. Like he's, he wasn't cynically trying to like he, he probably couldn't even like match fix correctly he, it, this is this is like dgen behavior i think if it was like 230 no, wait never 262 times so yeah there we go yeah right. uh, uh oh it's okay, okay uh so i was talking about like what are people saying in the states so i said there's two layers so so the, the first layer was that people are like they're they're just you unilaterally just shitting on these players for doing a bad thing. And I understand why the public does that, even though I disagree with them. The second layer is uh, people are attacking the league for enabling this behavior by getting in bed with the gambling companies. And that's, that's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Think about that. I, I, I feel yeah. like, sorry, sorry. So that gets to my point. So, so in Australia and in your, in Europe and in England, I'm going to talk about England and Australia because those are the ones I'm most mm-hmm. familiar with. I'm not going to really talk about other countries. I mean, I could talk about Japan's yeah. laws on gambling as well a bit. But yeah. gambling, and especially sports gambling, has been ingrained into the system for 
you know, decades now at this point, decades. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I, I saw, I thought until very recently, sports gambling was essentially illegal in, US, in the US. And that's why you had all those fucking fantasy football bullshits coming around, right? Yep, yep. Yep, yep. yep. There's a there's a there's an incredible story of like lobbying and like ridiculous stuff behind like how they managed to turn sports betting legal in like five years. It it just it was it's almost magic how it happened. Yeah. So so that being said, I think the US is on a completely different track when it comes to gambling compared to Australia and the UK. And what I mean by that is I mean in the UK and in Australia right now, gambling is so prolific that you'll see sports betting companies um sponsoring teams. Does that happen in the US? Any team sponsored oh. by betting companies? Not, not yet. But we'll we'll get there. We're, we're yeah, going to get you there. You get there. So, so already you're behind on that aspect, and it's gotten to the point. It's gotten so prolific that in the US, uh, sorry, and in the UK and in Australia, there is we're now going back the other way. We're pushing against sports betting in in this world, and uh, you know, no one's. I mean, I'm, I shouldn't say no one. There are definitely people asking for this, but realistically. It's, they're not pushing for sports betting to be banned. They're pushing for it to be disconnected from the sport. Like now, uh, I, you know, you see in the UFC, right, where they're like halfway through, they give you like the betting odds on the yep, on the yep. fight. That happens in the yeah. all the time in Australia. And not just that. Yeah. For, for for a while, it, it was very unpopular. But for a while, they used to bring on like one of the people who does the advertisements for the betting company on on, on the like what do you call it on the table. Uh, what do you call yeah. it? like the the halftime halftime discussion to like update the stats to update on the on on it? I don't actually know if they still do it to be honest. Maybe they still do it, but you know what, what I mean by that is we're getting to the point now where people are like, well, we want to disconnect this. We don't want betting advertise sports betting advertisements to be played while the game's going on. We don't want who are, who are people like the fans, the people the who fans, are watching. Yeah, the fans, the people who are okay. watching. They've they've seen the kind of destruction that can happen when like sports betting becomes so rampant. I mean, I think Wait, what's Australia... the, what's the, what's what's the destruction that can happen though? Betting addiction. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I understand that, like gambling addiction in terms of like the you know the yeah, user base. Because yeah, so, I was going to say, because I was going to say in terms of like actual like corruption in the sport, like that's going to happen regardless. Because no, 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 like illegal match fixing happens regardless of gambling. Yeah, that, that's not the point that they're trying to make. They're trying to yeah. make that you know sports betting can still exist. They just don't want sports betting so so like ingrained into the systems of the of the game um and i think that's where it becomes extremely hypocritical for like a league or to like be like well you know we don't want our players ban gambling but we want to make our money off that gambling thing um and personally i think first off the gambling sites that like especially in the uk where they're, they're like some fake gambling website that's really just there to like promote their actual website to like people in china and people in asia um mm-hmm. Make better logos, my dude. We would hate you less if you had like a better logo. So, like, if, I, if you if you didn't if you didn't seem so fucking shady off the bat, if you yeah, if you, could you, could you hide the shadiness behind like a layer yeah. of effort? Hide the shadiness, like make a decent logo so that the shirts don't look fucking terrible, so the fans still want you as a fucking sponsor. Um, that's what I feel like they should have yeah. like I don't know done a bit of like research into like hey if us if we make the shirt look cool with our logo. Or if our logo like, kind of matches their shirts and like looks good with their shirts, there'll be less pushback for sure. What? One second, I'm I'm looking up this season's Newcastle jerseys. Are yeah, they... the Newcastle one's a big one, but like it's it's even worse. Like EPL's bad, but it's even worse in like uh in the wait, championship. Wait is, wait, is this is the Newcastle one Fun BB, which is fun like a BB, random Fun seventy seven? Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, I, I'm I'm gonna say that's just people being racist because like that's sort of what like Chinese logos look like. Oh, it's, it's just that that's just that's kind of just what like Asian well Asian web design. Hey, you're, you've used Japanese websites. I you fucking know hate it. They're, they're, I hate it. They're I, bad I web design. Yes. I, I don't care <laughs> if I'm being called racist here. I hate <laughs> Japanese websites. They fucking awful. But but not, but now you understand what I'm saying, right? Like just the no, aesthetics no, but... of like you know what I'm, but you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Yes, it's they're not they're not really doing their they're not um, serving themselves in terms of appealing to a Western audience. But like I, I understand why the logo looks bad because that's just like the aesthetic standard there. Yeah, but, but here's the thing, right? Yeah, they would do better if they like I don't know like made a better shirt design. Um, but anyways, reg- regardless of that I think Fun eighty eight got paid out to like end their sponsorship earlier. Because, you know, obviously the Saudis don't want to have a betting company as their sponsor. Anyways, um, the, the, the point being there, that, that doesn't help. And I think we're getting to the point where we're pushing away um, sports betting from, like, sports. And, like, uh, recently the EPL teams all, like, came together, quote-unquote, quote, quote, to um, ban betting logos from the front of jerseys. They can be on the sides and I think the back as well still. Um, and I think that was because there's been a lot of discussion in Parliament in the UK about like sports betting, and they're like, "Well, we, you know, we, if we show that we're proactive, then they won't come down on the hammer with the hammer on us." I think that's their main idea behind that. And the oh, it's because it's, it's because the government was 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 threatening to intervene, of course, because yes, like they, they wouldn't they they wouldn't they wouldn't give up the money on on their own. Yeah, yeah. Basically, that's what was happening, and they needed to show that they're, they're um proactive in dealing with this issue so that the government doesn't intervene harder than they I'm, I'm actually shocked that the Newcastle uh, logo isn't Saudi Aramco. Yeah, I think it will be soon. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Fund uh, 88, it, is Fund 88 like, like a pre-existing deal? That yeah, it's a pre-existing to, like, deal. That, of course. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a pre-existing deal no that, runs, that runs to the end of next year, but they bought okay. out uh, the, the last year. They bought it out, so, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to end this year. It's gonna be Saudi Aramco or or Neom Saudi Airlines, maybe airlines, maybe yeah. Saudi Airlines. Neom, yeah, it could be. Yeah, it could Just, be one of many things. I've got I've got a bunch of those Neom City advertisements lately as well. I don't know if you've got. Yeah, one. same. Have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I I got a Twitter ad telling me to invest in the Saudi uh, industrial zone, or yeah. whatever their development zone. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't have any fucking money to invest. I don't know. I, maybe it's a good investment. I, I, I'll, I'll look into it. God damn it. Advertising works. Anyway, uh, what was I, I going to say? Okay, yeah. So basically, the, the fans are, are leveling the same sort of like uh, accusations you'd expect. It's hypo- it's like utter hypocrisy of the NFL to like get in bed with gambling companies and then like penalize your players, right? That That's the easy take. And like, you know, I, 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 I kind of agree. And like, I can see from a fan standpoint why they wouldn't want ads because like, Regardless of like whether you're being rational about it or not, if it feels like key, then you know you don't want it, right? Like, mm-hmm. like I don't blame people for not wanting it because like I feel like my stance on gambling is very uh, unusual. Like, because I don't feel I don't feel like it's inherently um, corrupt. I feel like you know like there's things adjacent to it. There's things that are like tangentially related but not really related to it that are corrupt. But I don't think it's like inherently corrupt. Yeah, well, the the thing is like, and this but most happening. people don't feel that way. Yeah, well, well, most people don't feel the, that way, right? I I guess the people that feel that don't feel that, that feel that way have seen like what's happened with like say tobacco sponsorship, right? 
going yeah. going the way of the dinosaurs. And I, I think it's hard, man. But I think I think fans do have an expectation. Of, like that's the one thing that like kind of is icky about um about Salt sports, here. right? Yeah, about sports being like it is a PR based thing. Like, it's all advertising, it's all marketing. It's an entertainment business, but but it, it does want to maintain that kind of like clean image. It's I think it's really important yeah. for sports, most sports, anyways. UFC doesn't have to yeah. abide by the same laws. It's all but, PR, yeah, yeah. And and one of the way that they can seem clean is by like adhering to the moral standards of the of their fan base. Yeah. I mean, it's it's why at the Super Bowl you have one singer come in to sing "America the Beautiful" and one singer come in to sing the national anthem, and one of them is one hundred percent going to be a country artist who appeals to the South or the conservative side of the country, and the other ones one hundred percent going to be like the actual like uh, mainstream artist because you're just trying to please as many people as possible. Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, but I was gonna wait. What I was gonna say? Uh, one second. I, I had a thought. And I lost it. It happens a lot to me these days. Yeah, no. One second. I know. You know oh no! Yeah, friend, yeah. So, so, you know so, my so, friend's brother got so, um taken yeah. to hospital with um liver damage from alcohol uh, alcoholism. Which is great. How old was he? Like twenty four. Ah, uh, you know what? I, I, I guess it happened. He admitted to drinking two bottles of wine a day. Which means he definitely drank more than that. Two, yeah, because I was, was going to say two hours of wine, wine a day is like it's like alcoholism, but it's like normal alcoholism. It's not like kill you at twenty four alcoholism. Kill you at twenty four alcoholism is like it's it's, it's, it's like you got to go hard. I think that, that's the that, that's the amount that's just the wine. I bet I bet you that was just the wine, and it didn't include all the other alcohol they were drinking. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I know two two hours a day alcoholism is like there's like there's like executives who are doing that, and they're functional alcoholics. And like you know, so like, and the, you know, the, their liver cancer will kill them when they're like sixty, whatever. But you know, it's not gonna kill them like that early. Yeah. Right. I know. Oh, so, so the thing I was gonna say was that um, I feel like uh, in the states now that the ball has gotten rolling on the gambling, it's much more li- unlikely to stop than in uh, than in like England or in uh, Australia because j- just because of the way like. Um, the, the revenues are split like uh without getting into the the you know like the business nitty gritty too much like these things are codified in the states right um like x percent of the league's revenue goes to the players it's codified by like the collective bargaining agreement and at the end of the day the players are like they can they're always everyone is incentivized to take the money like the only the fans can say like it, it ruins their experience. It makes it feel dirty. It makes it feel like unlegitimate. But at the end of the day, like the team owners, the leagues, the players, they all are incentivized to want gambling because it like it directly increases their income. Mm-hmm. And like the thing about it is like it's that's true of like uh, whatever Commonwealth sports too, but it's it's obscured by layers, right? Like you know that if you have more sponsorships, you'll make more money, but it's not so like. Like literally in the bylaws of the league, like in in like that's basically how it works in American sports. It's like spelled out. There's like mathematical formulas that say like, hey, X percent of league revenue has to go to the players, and sponsorship revenue is included in that. So like increasing sponsorship revenue, like it like they there's like a direct blue line you can draw from gambling revenue, like gambling sponsorship revenue to the players. So ultimately, like it's just not the players are never going to oppose it in a way that'll make it go away. Yeah. 
Fair. I mean, it can't come yeah. from the players. It's got to come from fans. Right. The only way, the only way, like it, it stops is Fan, that fans like, or government. <laughs> but yeah. it seems like the government's been bought pretty well in America. But as as we know, like no one has ever stopped watching a sport because of ideological issues, right? Mm. Like, it's never happened in, in it history has happened, of the world. But, but but not a lot. No, I, I don't think it has. What, what's your example? I think like letting like a rapist play would would definitely. I mean, well, then again, you, you, APO. I think you, I think you're giving fans too much credit. Uh, well, I think you know had like someone like um, what do you call it? Mason Greenwood been put back, let back in. I mean, he could still be let back in. I think I would stop watching. You would stop watching uh, what? Your team? EPL. Yeah, I'd stop supporting Manchester United. You would, start, would you stop watching EPL altogether? Forever? Or for mm. how long? I mean, I'd, I'd be a lot less interested if like, I wasn't supporting... You know those people who like don't support a team, but they just watch the league? I've, I've never been that kind of person. Okay. Well, no. Yeah, but like, but if you, if you were saying if you were that person, you would stop watching? If I was that person? Like the person who just watches the league for the league? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd probably still stop watching. Uh, actually, yeah. no, I would, I would, I would, because I, I know things like, I mean, I haven't because you know someone like Party is still right. playing. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying like people like you don't exist, but it's such a small minority that it, yeah, yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's like uh, right, right now and right now in the NFL, like um, honestly, it's one of those things where like I'm surprised they ever act. Right, like I feel like they 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 like punish players out of the abundance of caution. But I feel like if if they went like full evil and they're like like I don't I, I don't care if we, if we have criminals on our team, <laughs> like, you guys aren't gonna watch anyway. I feel like they could take that stance and they would be right. So I, I I honestly feel like the only reason why like people get punished is because like one the executives they actually do have like some semblance of a conscience, so they know they can't punish they can't like they can't like not punish these, these players at least a little bit. And it's probably out of like an abundance of caution. It's one of those things where it's like, well, people will watch whether we have them or not. So why don't we just ban them for a year in that case? Like, you know, like we're yeah. airing on the side of caution, not not really because like they think that viewership will conclusively go up or down. Because like, like uh, what is it? Uh, the Deshaun Watson scandal in the States. There was, a, there was like a really, really big scandal like in the, in the last year. Where like a very good player, like one of the stars of the league, uh, committed like allegedly, I think it was like thirty accounts, forty accounts of like just like sexual misconduct, assault. I forgot what the charges. I don't know if they're they if how many of them were felonies, how many of them were like misdemeanors, whatever. It was it was like forty ca- forty cases, and the league was like, well, we'll just ban you for eight games, and uh, you'll be right back in it. And I I don't think, and like, like. The fans were literally showing up to games with like jersey supporting him. So, because he because he's mm-hmm. he's a good player. Like you know whatever. Like, this guy makes our team better. Like we we don't give a shit if he was like a, he's like a sex criminal. So, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So uh, the, con- the 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 conclusion is that uh, as long as it makes sports money, it'll never stop. So. Yeah. I was bored when got right. um. Alec Baldwin, his charges got dropped. Interesting, I didn't know that. Yeah, that that I, I don't have any opinion on because like that's just like legal shit, right? I, I have no idea what that implies. Yeah, I don't know. It, it seemed like a sucky position for him to be in. Yeah, 
Well, I don't know. It's like, I, I, I don't even know the, like, yeah, we don't know the facts. I'm not going to speculate on that. I mean, like, I hope, I hope that was the right thing to do. Who knows? We don't know the facts on fucking any of the shit we talk about in this fucking podcast. <laughs> oh, you know what? Oh, you know what? So, so this, this wasn't part of the, the rundown, but I do, I do want to go back to like a topic about, uh, a, a topic on, uh, that came up earlier. When did you stop selling alcohol in stadiums in, in Australia and in EPL? They didn't stop selling alcohol in stadiums in Australia, but they did in the EPL. They do in the EPL. They, I don't think they sell alcohol in the EPL. They do. They sell it. Sorry, it can't be brought into the stands. You have to drink it. Um, in Australia, you can buy alcohol all the time, I'm pretty sure. It's just until the end of the alcohol. match. Yeah. Interesting. Stop being sold. You know, I don't know. Like, I never leave like towards the end of the game. And also, the like vendors start closing after like the game. Okay, no, no, because because I, I was asking because like at American sports events, they stop selling them like X minute about like two thirds of the way through, or like I don't know, like seventy five percent of the way through. I think it's like one. Uh, stop people from fighting, to to stop drunk driving, but but like I, I'm not sure if it. I mean, I'm whatever. I, I guess it it's like you. It's better than it's it's better than doing nothing. But I don't I don't think it's gonna like uh fundamentally stop fighting or drunk driving. You know what I mean? Like, you you can, you can be pretty drunk. You can, you can be pretty drunk by like minute seventy in a football match, and it's not can gonna go away. And hmm? can you though? Yes. I, feel I mean, like, you can definitely be. You, you I can feel like 100% the wait be. time. I feel like the wait. Yeah. A the wait time, and B like it depends. If you're there just to just start to be drinking, like, and you don't really care about watching the game, then sure. Um, but if you like, minorly care about the game, also the other thing is like, isn't the alcohol weaker? It, is is it legally weaker? In, in Australia, it is. It's three percent instead of five percent. Oh, okay. It, it, wait, what is it, What is that related to? Is that related to drunk driving or fighting? I think it just related to both. Probably fighting. Both? Probably fighting. <laughs> fight, I guess. Okay, I mean, drunk driving too. I, mean, I would imagine it would be a benefit. Well, yeah, but the thing is, in Australia, there are like actual like trains, and most people take the train to games. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Never mind then. So, so it, it's just fighting. Just, just please don't get too drunk and, and like punch other fans. Yeah, pretty much. All right. I was wondering about that because like uh, there was like because recently uh, what it. So major league baseball games, they got they they sped them up through uh, some rule changes, and like uh, teams, they want to be able to sell alcohol for longer because of that because they're not making as much money on the sales because games are shorter. And there's there's like a there's like a minor debate about it. Not not really a big debate, but there's like a minor debate. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, never mind. I didn't have any any strong thoughts on that. I was just wondering what happened in the other parts of the world. I don't, I don't know the EPL rules, but I'm pretty sure in Australia you can just buy alcohol all the time. Right. I'm pretty sure the vendors just close at a certain point, but that's all vendors, mm-hmm. not just food, not just alcohol vendors. Yeah. All right. Uh, next topic. Uh, I I gave you a pretty, we have a pretty natural segue, but I don't know if that's the topic you want to go into. You pick one. Yeah. Speaking of alcohol, um, we have an article from Punch, which I think is the first time we've ever referenced them. Um, but yeah, it's about Tokyo's subcal bars, subcal bars. Um, which is like the subculture bars, 
and their gimmick yeah. bars. We've talked on this pod. I'm pretty sure we've talked already about the uh, the muscle bar, the, bu- muscle, the muscle girl, girl bar. bar. Yeah, uh, it's a classic, classic of Japan. And obviously, there's stuff like maid cafes, which like end up being bars kind of thing. And you know, mm. the classic, um, not snack bars, but like uh, what do you call them? Yeah, like made made bars and stuff like that. And you know, like service yeah, bars yeah, the, that that. The, are yeah, there, there's like a there's like a spectrum in, that goes into the you know the sex industry, right? It's like uh, it's it's not black and white, right? It it doesn't suddenly become like this is a bar and now it becomes sex work. It's it's like a sl- it's a spectrum. <laughs> yeah, but the the thing is, right? Like, it, I think the reason so 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 to go into this um a bit more in Tokyo, there are several of these bars which are you know uh, have different subculture gimmicks, right? You know, the Muscle Girls Bar is girls with muscular girls serving you drinks um working out with you if you so choose to pay for it um and they will they, they, yeah they'll they'll do like like uh like like weak dumb work on you if you if you want it yeah and they can like slap you if you pay for it right uh, um stuff like that and then there are other bars like this one references like a um bdsm bdsme and bdsme yeah, yeah bar e, like bdsm yeah. style bar but not, i don't think it yeah. actually has any bdsm Stuff, stuff right. like that, and it, it says it, you know that yeah, like costume bars, costume various bars, the, like yeah, and uh, yeah, they they had the military yeah. bar, yeah, yeah, yaoi art themed bars, vara I should say I don't know if this is yaoi this is vara right, mm-hmm. yeah okay if 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 you if you if you're listening to this you know the difference if you're if you're a listener I don't have to explain these terms to you yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I, I guess the the thing is that, you know, mm-hmm. I think these exist more in Japan because of that snack bar origination where like, it's normal to pay f- for like service in Japan, like a, a service type of alcohol drinking experience. Whereas I don't know in the US, does that really exist? I don't think that really exists in Australia. Right. I would say that like, you, you know, in the US, you go very quickly into sex work. Australia, like very quickly. Mm, okay. Whereas, like, there's no in between. There's no spectrum. There's no like, hey, it's like, hey, well, we're having like, you know, we're having... yeah. Okay, sorry. The, go the, on. Spe- the spectrum is like, you know, you get um strippers for your, you know, twenty first birthday or whatever, like a birthday or something, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. But you know, right. That's pretty much the spectrum that I think of when I think of like stuff like this in Australia. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't thinking just so much about the sex work in terms of like just like having bars that are so heavily themed. Like, do you? Because like, I, I, when I read these articles, like I always have to wonder, like, are they like, being a little bit like over exoticizing? Because you know that's what people do, right? You know, it's a, it's a different country. You want to say, hey, look at the crazy stuff they have here that that they don't have in other countries. I'm wondering if this is like, are they just like, exaggerating a little bit, or is it? Like, you know, it's actually in the case that like the nightlife in Tokyo is a bit more, it leads toward these kind of like extreme theme bars compared to like other places. Mm, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I've like really gone out more than just Sydney and Japan and Tokyo. And I do think Tokyo has more of it. But I think other than some exceptions, for the most part, it's quite, um, quite tame. Hmm. Like, what do you think of, like, the Muscle Girls Bar? Have you heard of or seen anything like that in the U.S.? Absolutely not. But, well, you know what? 
I haven't, I shouldn't say absolutely not, but I should say that it'd be considered so weird in the U.S., I feel like. It definitely feels something that could only exist, like, outside, out, like, in a different country. Yeah, I, I think the same thing in Australia. I think it wouldn't exist, like, in the, like, I don't know, like, cultural expectations of Australia. Like, so, so here, yeah, I guess, I guess you got it right, because in terms of, like, asking the employees to get in on it is, I think, the dividing line. In terms of, like, in the States, you know, a theme bar is like, hey, we have, like, wacky decor. All our decor is themed on, like, this thing. Like, what am I thinking of? But yeah, there's like a Doctor Who bar where like the entire bar is like, you know, the wall decorations and whatever. It's all based on Doctor Who, you know? Or like, you know, hey, there's like a, Jap- you know, ironically, a Japanese themed bar. Everything in here is like, you know, based off of stuff from like 70s, 60s era Japan. But it's only decor, right? Like the employees, you don't ask your employees to cosplay as part of the experience ever. Yeah. Or, or rarely, or rarely, I would say. It's not, it's not a theme park. I'm I'm trying to find this bar that my friends have been to. I don't think it's a bar. It's more like a like a uh, what do you call it? Like a restaurant kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't remember the name of it. I mean, there was there was a there was like a really gimmicky ninja restaurant that's like a chain, and it's just like it's incredibly tacky. But that's that's more like a theme park. It's not like a bar. Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't find it, and I. Uh, yeah, it's tw- oh, so it's Twin Peaks. That's what it's called. Hold up, hold up. I guess a ca- I guess a cabaret would be the closest thing in in yeah, the, cabaret. the West. Kinda... A cabaret this... would be the closest thing in the West, where like the, there's like, like performers. But even in the cabaret, like the employees generally are not not in on the performance. You have the performers who the performance. It's not like an encompassing thing where you're asking the employees to, like dress up as this and like sort of like play their part in this like weird like immersion experience. Yeah, so this is called Twin Peaks, which is describes itself as Sydney's most exclusive gentleman's strip club. Full nude adult entertainment venue where I guess like, you know, like, yeah, it's cabaret strips are performed during lunch or dinner. But yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of like cabaret style, but more like personalized, right. I'd say. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but even again, like, you, you have performers. You have specific people who are performers. They're yeah. not like the... Uh, Whereas yeah. I feel like with some of these like uh, Japanese bars, like the lines are blurred, right? Like in the Muscle Bar, what is it? Are the girls also like they're they're the bartenders, aren't they? Or yeah, they are the bartenders. What happens? They are the bartenders. Yeah, it's 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 such it's like a weird like a uh, mixed experience. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I maybe I just don't go to the cool establishments. That could be the case too. Me too. I mean, I don't go to. Any, I haven't been to any of these bars. Um. Yeah. Most of the bars I go to are straightforward bars, like a music, maybe yeah, a music same. bar. That's about it. Yeah, same thing. I mean, so I I do, I I do feel like a theme bar is like I, I would appreciate it, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I I just don't feel like paying the extra for something that I'm not really into. That's why I see like the the muscle goes bars about the the like closest I'd say that's to my interest. I, I, you know what? I, I feel like this might, this, it's informed by my experience. Like if you go to like an American bar, like the bar can be themed anything. The decor can be anything. But the bartender is just bartender. They're like, they're this, they fit a very stock bartender profile. They, uh, they okay. don't like bend at all to like fit the, fit the location. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's like just a certain like there's a certain like stock character of the bartender. And they're the same no matter where you go. Mm-hmm. 
You yeah, know what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah I get what you mean. I, I, I think in Japan, the bartender is mm-hmm. also the entertainer. That's right, because right. I think solo drinking, solo dining is so much more prevalent. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, it's like, it's like, it's like you know, Should... when like um people call like the bartender, usually the bar owners or like master. I mean, I think that's at that kind of level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so here's the thing, right, Wax? I think mm-hmm. the other thing is it's because of like even like maid cafes are something that I would never go to. You yeah, know? it's too cringe. Yeah, so I think that's the level. Like, if you if you can go to a maid cafe, then you probably could go to one of these places as well. So you're not you're not ever going to go to the muscle bar because it's too cringe. Not yeah. Well, now it's too cringe. And apparently, like people who just told me, like it's literally always just these American guys. All like, foreigners. Yeah, all foreigners. All foreigners. Yeah, these okay. American guys. Like, sorry, when my friends, when my girlfriend went with her friends, um, mm-hmm. it was, I think the borders were still closed or like very closed, yeah. like not completely closed but very closed. And it was all yeah. American military guys, like from the military dudes. Okay, all right, not not the crowd you want to be in. Yeah. Especially for them, so yeah, I'm just like, yeah, I'm over it. If, if a new cool, like cool cats one that doesn't like, get is exposed, is go. I I did go. Oh, sorry, I did go to like a weird themed bar, um, and it was a bar where you you order a drink, all right, and there's different like drinks like American, Canadian, different countries, and the guy does like some sort of performative thing, um, based on the based on the drink. Oh, I've disconnected. I'm back. Um, yeah, yeah. No, we 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 heard it. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was all so, good. Yeah. So yeah, that, I've done that one. That was that's about as far into the weird as I've gone. But it, it, like, there wasn't really a theme. Like he came out in like a um, Kermit the Frog onesie for one of them, hmm. and then hits you with his dick. His his inanimate <laughs> shaped dick. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Great, really good place. Really funny. That one was like. It was us as foreigners, and then two foreigners as well, and then all Japanese people. Okay. It's a rather odd place. I don't know if he still exists. Well, I don't know if he survived COVID. What was the place where you met Slash's, uh, Slash's brother? Some random music bar. Uh, so it was, it was a Star Wars themed bar. Star Wars themed bar. Of course. It was, okay. Were they, did the employees have to dress up as Star Wars characters, or was it just the decor? Just the decor. It was loosely okay, okay. Star Wars themed. All right, so it, it wasn't one of those involved bars where like they have to dress up as like uh, imperial navy officers, mm-hmm. yeah. or, or or imperial Japanese officers, whatever. Anyway, yeah, yeah. all right, let's let's move let's move on. Uh, do you want to do one more topic? How, how do you feel? Uh, we can do a quick topic. I don't know how long this last one's gonna take. I didn't really look at this last one. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. All right, whatever. Let's 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 just do it. Uh, so you so we go back to our well of YouGov again. We got YouGov. They must be doing well lately. I going to their site, like their content stream is just like just, just overflowing. So, I, business must be good. Mm-hmm. Let's hope so. You can't lose them. Yeah. Yeah. So typically, uh, whenever they have a poll, it's sort of like just me reaffirming what I already knew. Right? It's like, hey conservatives like jesus and uh liberals like jesus less 
to that that's sort of all you see in the, from the poll, right? I mean, it's, it's amusing like seeing like the degree to which people answer these questions, but it's never that surprising. But I feel like this recent poll about um, people's uh, how, how should I state state it? It's uh, the ethics of eating animals, which factors influence Americans' views. So basically, people is like their disgust or taste for you know eating various uh, forms of animal meat. Mm-hmm. And I thought there there are a couple of things here that were actually surprising. Like I didn't expect things to work this way. So um, if you, are, are you okay, are you reading it for the first time right now? Yep, I'm scrolling through it quickly. All right. But you can so, pick out stuff that you think is interesting. We just have to discuss right. that. Okay, okay. So so pro- probably the most notable thing is the poll where um, they ask people who are current or former vegetarians versus never been vegetarian people. So they're comparing, like, you know, the views of people who have or have not been, who've, you know, delved into vegetarianism in the past or vegetarians now or are not, or have never been vegetarian. And they'd ask them, hey, how do you feel about eating these various animals? And I thought it was interesting that uh, the vegetarians, their views are a bit less um, polarized. So um, do, you, do you see the poll? Do you see the poll? Which, where, where... Which, which one is this one? How do Americans Reasons... who have... How do Americans who have and have not been vegetarian differ on whether it is morally uh, acceptable for other people to eat certain animals under normal circumstances? Mm-hmm. So this is other people, by the way. This is like them judging other people. Like the, the question literally is, it's, it's like, how do you feel about eating it? How do you feel about other people eating it? And basically, people who have never been vegetarian are much more judgy in terms of like saying, hey, so it's like the differences. So they're like 89% say it's okay to eat chicken. And 11% say it's okay to eat chimpanzee, whereas like for people who have been vegetarian before or are vegetarian now, they say, so for chicken, it's it's less, like 72%, but for chimpanzee, it's 28 It's basically, it centers around like a much more, um, it, it's, it's sort of like the view that, hey, if you're going to eat animals, like it's all the same. Like why are you differentiating between like a chicken and a chimpanzee or elephant, like an intelligent animal and non-intelligent animal? Like, Whereas like people who aren't vegetarian, they actually have like very strong feelings about which ones are okay, which ones aren't okay. So I thought that's kind of interesting. So sorry, um, the number of people saying that the responses. So, so what it's saying is like eighty nine percent of people say it's acceptable, right? Yeah, not yeah, non vegetarians say Why that the... it's acceptable for other people to eat chicken, for any for it... anyone to eat chicken. Why does it flip yeah. at a certain point? Like this horse one specifically. I mean, I mean that that that's kind of like my. That's why I thought this was an interesting like result. Like usually these polls are like they sort of go the way you think they would go, right? Where you think they would go. But I thought it's kind of interesting because like it sort of just shows that like the people who are vegetarian, like their their view seems to be it seems to reflect like a, a stance that. If you're gonna, if you're eating animals, it's like you're eating animals, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like why, why, why do we feel like so much more strongly about certain animals and other animals? Like, the it, one it, that, like, it's, it's the so idea that it, the horse one, but the horse one yeah. is huge. I actually, I'm surprised by that one. Del- yeah, so Delta there is that. Um, what is it? Current or former vegetarians say 51 percent of them say it's okay to eat horse. Whereas twenty five percent of non vegetarians say it's okay to eat horse, which is like the biggest delta in this entire graph, I think. Yeah, it is. Oh no, wait. Sure. Wait, I mean, no. Well, cow is bigger. Wise, yeah. But the biggest delta in the change in like um, f- 
from vegetarian to non to ve- to uh, not vegetarian. I think the the weirdest part of this whole thing is, um, like the amount of the fact that like something like dog and cat is higher than chimpanzee. That's surprising. Mm-hmm. I, I I thought it would be the other way around. I feel like, but yeah, I, I don't know. Personally, to to like look at this graph is I, I'm of that point. Like as soon as you start saying like I'm gonna eat animal, or doesn't really matter what animal you eat. Apparently not, mm-hmm. not really. Um, unless you have like some other moral standards being set to it, which is you know like say, can the animal be killed in a humane way? And the answer for like yeah. cows is yeah, we're pretty good at killing cows quite humanely. Yeah. For pigs, uh, not so much. Pigs are quite hard to kill. I mean, the funny thing is, like, I, I thought, like, the stance of, like, if it, if you're eating, if meat is murder, then you should murder equally. I thought that would be, like, sort of, like, a meat-eater stance, not the other way around, right? Like, that, that's why this is so surprising to me. I thought more people would be like me in terms of, like, saying, hey, if you're going to eat one animal, you, you might as well eat them all, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get what you mean. I get but, what you mean. But, but, it's, but it's the other way around. It's actually the people who do eat meat who are very discriminate in terms of, like, what it's okay to eat. They're like, hey, no, like, like hey, man, like... Meets murder, but I have standards. It's like, yeah, well, the, well, like the thing I, is, like, like, right, like if, if you are eating meat, then it becomes important as to what you're going to eat or not. But if you're, you know, if you're not eating meat, then it doesn't really matter what the other people eat because it's the I think, you think it's, standards. Oh, you think it's like because you're not eating it anyway? It's just apathy. I, I, just like, I, I, eh, I think you're, you're, you're not understanding this. This is reverse judginess. This is reverse judginess from vegetarians and vegans um, who are saying, like, yeah, like you can eat anything. You're you're a murderer, anyways. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, so like that that that's that's sort of like what I what this poll sort of shows, which, which I'm surprised that I thought it would just be like much. Lo- I thought like the acceptability scores would be lower across the board, and they're not. Oh, so you mean everybody's pretty high? No, no, no. I mean, I'm just saying, like all around, this is like surprising. Like, like obviously, media's hypocrites, but I didn't think they'd be hypocrites to this degree. I think everybody's a hypocrite. Why do people? Why are people so? You know, hey, the other funny thing is like, why are people so okay with eating chicken and not eating duck? I don't know why. Like, are, are like are like ducks like appreciably cuter than chickens? It's just duck propaganda, man. In in early media, early childhood. Media. Oh yeah, just to say the numbers, like, uh, so eighty nine percent of non vegetarians say it's okay to eat chicken. Only seventy five percent say it's okay to eat duck. I'm like. What's the fourteen percent difference? Is it people who like watch Ducktales as a kid? Like, I guess ducks are like. There's no famous chicken characters, are there? Not in cartoons. Not that I can think of. Can you like? Do you, you think? Do you think there's like a direct correlation on this graph between like the ones that are acceptable to eat, as people think are acceptable to eat, and not acceptable to eat, and the number of times they're portrayed as like a charismatic a cartoon character? Mm, then Peppa Pig would have. Peppa Pig's like a re- is Peppa Pig's new, pretty though. recent though. It's new, yeah, new, very right, recent. Right, it's new. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I, I think so. I think it matters for sure. Although, like, I gotta say, like, there, there's no uh, charismatic octopus character. I, I, but that one's just octopus is just like weird to eat for some people. I feel like some people like go with that, not whether it's acceptable or unacceptable. They just they just think of whether they would eat it. I think it would be interesting if they had put an octopus and squid. So we could see like how many people like have like the knowledge that like because you know like you know, people say octopus are really smart right there's like some there's like studies saying they're hyper intelligent yep 
So I feel like if they had put like if they had octopus and squid in there, we could have had some like, interesting comparisons. Mm. Do they put fish or no? Uh, they have, they have only they threw they threw in salmon. I don't know why they put in salmon instead of fish. I, I guess they wanted to like make it specific because because everything else here is kind of specific. I guess it's because salmon fishing is like controversial in the fact that it's salmon farming. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a, a salmon versus tuna. I feel like it would have been pretty similar. Yeah, well, the, the, I, I like this question: the moral dilemma. Oh, how 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 many? Um, yes, yeah, so, so this is the moral dilemma. Oh, the sinking ship. Yeah, the sinking ship moral dilemma. Yeah, it's a moral dilemma. Okay, so, um, who would Americans save in a sinking boat scenario? People or animals? So they're asking you. So, could you save one pig or one person? Which one do you save? And uh, surprisingly enough. Uh, only eighty five percent of people said they would save the person. Seven, a full seven percent said they would save the pig. So, but the, the be- least surprising thing is the fact that it doesn't change that much, regardless of the increase in pigs. But then they do the dogs scenario. So it's like once you hit ten pigs, now we're up to eleven. Yeah. Um, and somehow once we hit a hundred pigs, somebody changed their mind and was like, "I'm not saving a hundred pigs. That's just obscene." And they went back. Can we, can- they went back down to ten. Hey, statistics, statistics, very, uh, very amusing. Uh, and then we had um, the, the the dog scenario where fourteen percent of people yeah. would save a dog over a person, with seven yeah. only seventy percent saying they would save the person. So there was there was a fair few people that were unsure. There was, uh, there was yeah. a few unsures. Um, and then at ten dogs, it jumped up to nineteen percent, with now only sixty four. At a hundred dogs, it was twenty three percent, with only sixty one people saying they would save the human. I might. I was actually surprised going back to the the above chart that like people were more accepting of eating dog than elephant because I thought like given like because they're 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 pulling Americans right and the Americans like they fucking love their dogs so I I would have thought that that people would have said it's more acceptable elephant than dog but I guess the big elephant propaganda is out there and people like realize they're super smart. Which one's this one? The elephant one. Let's see it. The, the the poll we were looking at earlier, like animal by animal. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I, I was I was surprised that like uh, elephant beat out dog here in terms of like people's like protect. Yeah, that's you what know, I said. Elephant chimpanzee is crazy. People must really more highly weigh thing. But the fact that forty five percent of I, people would never try you know, lab grown meat is crazy. Oh yeah, there's also like this is a so this article is super long. It has like like fifteen different like polls regarding like meat consumption. Well, lab grown meat it just sounds gross, right? Yeah, but still, man, like they'd they'd rather do plant based meat alternatives. Americans, people are pretty squeamish, man. I feel like if they had put like uh, insect protein here, it would have also been like um, surprisingly low meat alternatives. Oh, yeah, never mind. Yeah, it's it's even higher. Fifty nine percent don't want to consume it ever. Yeah, and it's like yeah, um, I don't know, fuck, um, yo, bring on, bring on the asteroid. Yeah, like only like what even. Even like this is taking into account. Uh, I guess we're vegetarian. Um, mm. We cut them out, but this is taking into account like only like thirty percent of people would try insect meat. Would 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 try it, and that's not even say that they would continue to eat it. Um, overall, like only thirty percent would like be willing to try it and regularly consume it. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then plant based meat is a bit higher. Plant based meat you push towards the sixty percent. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm 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 shorting all of my stock in uh. In insect-based meat companies. After this, you, I don't know why you haven't already done that. Insect, insect-based meat is never gonna pop up. 
Although to be honest, like I'm okay in like the um, I'm definitely interested in eating it in like the powdered protein form, even though it's yeah. expensive as fuck. I, I I never I never buy with my own. I, we we talked about this before in in different pods. I we didn't, but it's just, it's just too pricey. But like as as like protein powder is fine. But like in terms of like um, I mean eventually it's gonna drop the price, right? That's the theory, anyways. But you know but you got chicken, chicken and egg scenario. Right, right, right. They don't have like the huge lot lobbying of the American cattle industry. But but I was gonna say like I, I I can't do the thing where like I eat like a large bug. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think the, the crazy thing is I, I could eat I could, I could eat ant like like an ant like eat ant would be fine like that that's that's like I don't think that I would have any trouble eating an ant. Yeah, what like, about like crickets? I, so I, I that, think... that, that's that that's the problem, right? Like it 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 it's sort of like um it gets exponentially harder, right, as it gets bigger. Yeah, well, well not just that. I think wings are something that is weird to people. Nah, it's it's one of those things where like uh so like um what is it like, let's say let's say you're like walking on, along the road in the summer and you like you walk into a swarm of gnats by mistake, yeah, and some of them fly into your mouth. Bleh. That so happens you, so often you, in Japan, man. That's why I wear my mask when I'm riding my bike. Do you just like spit them out, like until you get everything out of your mouth, or like ah, you, or do you just say ah, you know what, I've, I've probably eaten a few. Who the fuck cares? Hmm, I try and like, how gross are. It's how gross that are you? I wear my mask all the time outside because of that when I'm riding yeah. my bike. Yeah, but I was gonna say, like, like me, it depends on the scenario. But sometimes I'm like, yeah, you know what? I probably ate a few. Who the fuck cares? Like, it, 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 it they're, they're just bugs. Yeah. But so so I think the 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 most um largest bug I ate was like so in Korea like the silkworm larva, that's sort of like a delicacy from like back in the day when people were poor. I don't think anyone, well I don't, I don't want to say no one eats them anymore, but they're less popular now because people have better options. But I had some of them. They're like about I want to say one and a half centimeters long, but they don't have legs. They're, they're like they're like grubs. So like I've I've had those, but I feel like if they had like legs and stuff like that, I'd be, I'd feel a little bit worse about them. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, once you get to protein powder and this insect based meat, like are they gonna like start to, I don't know, make it into patties where you don't really see like the, the the insect? Does that change it? I think they're just gonna. I think they're just trying to use them as like, powder applications for now. But like the the cricket, it's a cricket meal, right? You're basically using them as like a protein powder, as like, as, like a filler. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I think that's so early in the. Thing. It's like a protein. Sh- it's like a. It's like a pre, not pre workout, po- post workout protein shake. Yeah. Mm. All right. All right. Uh, do, do you want? Do you want to close out? Do you want to? Yeah. Let's let's, 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 let's do something. I, I feel like I feel like we're good for today. Mm-hmm. All right. Keith, what's your song? We haven't heard from you today. Well, we heard from you briefly, but. Uh, my song with no context whatsoever, because if I explain it, I'm going to sound like a crazy person, is Sock so, Plus yeah, by Rocco808. Okay. Have I never recommended a Kendrick song? What the fuck? No, you have. When, when you dropped this new album, you intentionally picked like a, the song that like no one liked, but you thought was the best song. I, I distinctly remember this. I don't know, man. It's not coming up. Maybe I forgot. No, that. It, 
No, no, like the, to the latest album. The latest album, you picked like a random song, not a random song, but like, you know, his latest album had like a shit of songs on it, and you intentionally picked one that thought made you look like artistic or different. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely probably did that. Why did yeah. I add all the songs in the album? Anyways, I'll have to I don't fix know. them. Anyways, okay, well, yeah, you... I, don't, I don't know if it's been picked, so I'm just going to figure it out. But anyways, I've been re-listening to Kendrick Lamar's uh, Mr. Morale and The Big Seven, and I've got to say, it's grown on me. It's, it has grown on me. So I'm going to pick... Um, You'll pick the same gonna, song. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure I'm adding it to the thing to see if it looks... Okay. I'm going to pick yeah. Silent Hill by Kendrick Lamar and Kodak Black. Kodak Black, I, in my opinion, has the best verse on the fucking album. But maybe I'm just saying that because I'm so surprised. And mm. Kendrick probably has a better better, tra- better verse on it. But like I expect that from Kendrick. Um, mm. So maybe that's why. But yeah, Silent Hill, Kodak Black, and Kendrick Lamar... Kendrick Lamar's most recent album, which is now a year old, more than a year old. It's crazy to think about. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's my song. All right, uh, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, Missy Elliott's "Lose Control" because I've been watching a lot of NBA basketball lately because it's playoffs, and it's one of those things where randomly, like certain songs become stadium songs. Like it's it's kind of I don't want to say it's random. Obviously, you know, if it's, it was a hit, if it was a hit song, it's a higher chance of becoming a song that keeps getting played. But I think it's like really, I don't want to say it's weird, but it's unexpected that uh, Lose Control is like one of those songs that has become a constant stadium play song in the States. Like, I don't quite understand it, but like, I'm not against it. So whatever. It's a good song. Like, I, I like getting reminded whenever I watch an NBA game that that song existed. Mm-hmm. I can confirm two things. Well, yeah. three things, technically. One is that ads is terrible at maintaining a playlist. Yeah. And two is that the songs that were chosen were uh from mr merlin the big steppers was father time and die hard okay so i chose a different one that's good so i but i didn't add them to the playlist did i no that's that's why i confirmed the first thing yeah 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 but i do remember you talking about that album though so yep episode 78 mr morale and the pet owners Mm, damn it was even named after it good job google good job google Right. Well, uh, I think I think that's it for the day. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you'd like to support my um my lawyer fund, your recover your recovery yeah, from injury, my recovery from injury slash lawyer fund to sue these fuckers out of their existence, uh, then you can go to www.coffee that's ko fi.com slash the jujus. But even if you just listen to me complain and possibly leak that I'm going to commit crimes allegedly. Um, that's a throwback. <laughs> ah, then, damn. Then you can uh, just keep doing that. Keep doing that, and we'll see you next week. Maybe, ah, uh, maybe not next week. Actually, I don't know what next week is. I think next week is a no go. So we'll When's golden week? Weeks. When's that's golden that's week? Ne- it starts next week. Oh, it does. Okay, shit. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna be well, in uh, Enoshima. Well, so, well, have a have a good time on your bum knee. <laughs> I will. It's very bum. And thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys not next week. <laughs>